Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Liam O'Brien. Today I want to discuss some scripture from the book of James, but first I want to open in prayer. Heavenly Father, I ask that as your word is accurately proclaimed, that it touches the lives of those who hear it and empowers them to grow in you and their actions reflect you in greater measure. In Jesus' name I pray. Today I want to read from James 1, verse 1 through to 8, and says here, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So I've titled this teaching Faith and Wisdom's Perspective, and faith grows by. So I'm going to touch on uh, three points here as we unpack this. So first, faith grows by having the right perspective. And we read here in verse 2, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. First of all, this uh, this uh, verse of Scripture is contrary or counter to the world's view about trials, about having an easy life, about you know, going through life and uh, structuring and setting up your life the best way you can so you can avoid uh, pain, you can avoid testing, you can avoid trials. Whereas what James is talking about here is when you encounter these various trials, it implies not if you encounter, it's when you encounter. And how do you shape your perspective of when those come? And do you take, take this from a, uh, a joyful perspective? and Or are you looking at it from a perspective of escape? Are you looking at it from a different perspective? Or, you know, God has abandoned me. But consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter counter various trials and what are trials and trials could be defined in many different ways but i think in the context of what james is talking about here is anything which is almost uh contrary or to what we like or something which we you know is a dislike to us something that we may have had a plan in a certain way, we may have had an unexpected health, we may have had an unexpected family thing, we may have had an unexpected work thing. Often trials are unexpected, meaning that you know, we don't plan for them or we don't intentionally try and orchestrate them in our lives. It's things that come into our lives that uh, we haven't necessarily planned for but they catch us uh, by surprise or they catch us in a different way. And then 
you know, how we can take the perspective when we get these various uh, trials. And I just want to reiterate there is where it's talking about there when you encounter various trials. And I think that's important it's, as we go through our Christian faith. It's not if we're going to encounter uh, trials, uh, it's when we're going to encounter them. And verse 3 goes on to say, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. So here we have this unpacked even further about a testing that's going on. So trials that I've just talked about are really tests of your faith. The tests, are you going to trust God? Are you going to stand firm in the character of God, in an absolute knowledge of his goodness and faithfulness? Are you going to you know, stand in whatever the situation you see yourself in or whatever that test or that trial that comes? Are you going to stand in that or are you going to uh, be pressured by it rather than standing? And the testing of your faith produces endurance. So as you're, as you stand, as you're tested in that, you're strengthening a faith endurance muscle in our lives. We're strengthening those things in our lives, uh, that, that, of uh, those godliness in us that, that enable us to endure. And that's an important aspect of the Christian faith is endurance. And James is unpacking this here that, you know, these, these tests are things that are producing endurance, they're producing stamina with us, within us. So the first point there, faith grows by having the right perspective. So understanding that one, trials are going to come. Two, that it's the joy within that because our, the testing of our faith, it is producing endurance within, our, within us. And our ability to stand firm, our ability to stand knowing the goodness and the greatness of God and stand on the character of who he is. Second point here is faith grows by enduring to the promise. In verse 4 we read, And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete in lacking nothing. So this has an incredible embedded promises in it that once this endurance has been developed in us and is being developed in us, he's using some very powerful words here such as perfect and it's perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So it's interesting when we look at this that your perfection and completeness and lacking in nothing is often a sort of a lofty ambition almost. But James is really simplifying it here when we connect it to the previous few verses that as we go through trials, as we endure, as we have a joyful viewpoint of these trials, these, are, these trials and tests are perfecting us and completing us and lacking in nothing. And I think uh, so often in our lives when we experience these trials, and I'm just thinking back through some of my own, we rarely have this perspective. And, you know, once we're in the, in the midst of these things and it's all going, there's, you know, there's, there's pressure, there's pain, there's hurt, there's different 
things that are moving in and around us when we're in these trials, to have the perspective that we've been made perfect, that we've been made complete, lacking in nothing through what we're going through, is is a hallmark of maturity to be able to stand on that perspective, on that perception, on that. So I think that's a that's a really big promise that's embedded in that, and something that we can hold on to when we do face t- trials and we do face tests. That this is perfecting us, completing us, that we have lacking in nothing. So rather than having an attitude of running away from trials and tests, or running away from the the pain or trying to find an escape route from that understanding that the Lord's always working this within our lives I think a saying that I use or have come to realize is the Lord is unapologetically growing us and growth comes through stretching growth comes through pushing against uh, resistance Growth comes through enduring, growing in stamina. Growth comes through a lot of different measures, and in most contexts, they aren't necessarily uh, what we would put our hands up for joyful. I think if we look in the natural, if you look at someone who's wanting to grow muscles physically, the the way that the way that works, uh, you know, from a physical basis, is we go and lift weights that are heavy so we apply resistance to be able to gain growth and so as as the lord does that in our lives he's he's always and i'd say unapologetically orchestrating events to be able to grow us but here in james 1 4 it, it captures beautifully the the promise part of that that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing So first point I mentioned there, faith grows by having the right perspective. Secondly, faith grows by enduring to the promise, so having to push through to get to the promise. And thirdly, faith grows by asking, expecting, and standing firm. In verse 5 it says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives gives to all generously, without reproach, and it will be given to him. This is an interesting connection when we connect it to the previous verses, that an an aspect of wisdom is actually having a right perspective or a correct perspective of things, to be able to see things. I think we see that illustrated in some of the uh, stories about uh, Solomon. He had a wisdom where he could see through what was actually at the surface and the one comes to mind is when the the two women come and claiming to be the mother of the baby he could see through the surface level of what was in front of him and i think this captures here when it's talking here in james about asking for wisdom because if we have the wisdom to be able to see things from a proper perspective we will look at trials and temptations and tests from a very different angle and it captures what in the previous verses of what it's really doing in our lives and you know proverbs 4 7 says wisdom is the uh, principal thing so to ask for wisdom it's it's not in this asking for deliverance 
It's not saying, you know, um, but if any of you ask for deliverance from whatever the trust or trial, it's actually asking for wisdom, which is going to give you a shifted perspective of what is going on and often grow you in your understanding of the Lord and, and God's wisdom on things. So in verse 6, just reading along further along in that, but he must ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7, for that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So here we have the part here is linking the asking in faith, asking, standing firm. And this is almost another uh, type of endurance uh, that you could, could put in here is standing in firm as you ask for wisdom without doubting, knowing that the Lord will give you perspective of this. He will give you perspective of what you're going on. He will give you the wisdom to be able to navigate this. It may not be the way that you think. It may not be the world's ways. His ways are higher than our ways. His ways are higher than the world's ways. It may not be the timing that you think. You know, there's one thing to understand uh, the ways of the Lord. It's another thing to understand the timing of the Lord. But to be able to stand firm in faith, knowing that he's growing you, that he's going to give you wisdom in what you're going for. And I just want to reiterate in this point, it's not about, you know, when James talks about it here, he specifically jumps into asking for wisdom. And I think that's the key part that we have to apply with this asking for it, for without, with faith, without doubting is that as we ask for wisdom, he will start to show us the bigger perspectives. He will start to show us the the perspectives maybe from his world, maybe not immediately, but he, he does say and he does promise that if we stand firm in continually asking for that. And I think sometimes when we're going through these things, we can take a verse like this and apply it uh, to being delivered from the situation we're going through. And I think there is a place for that. But I think the bigger question is, Father, what is it you want me to learn in this? How is it that I can grow in this as as you're going through whatever you're going through? And that's really a wisdom perspective. And that comes back to where he's talking about, growing and being made perfect and being made complete and lacking nothing. So I just want to summarize that back up that, you know, faith and wisdom's perspective and faith grows by having the right perspective. Faith grows by enduring to the promise and faith grows by asking, expecting and standing firm for wisdom. So hopefully that's encouraged you today. Whatever you're facing, be it trials, be it uh, tests or whatever it is, may the Lord give you wisdom on that. May he give you the perspectives to be able to see it differently. And may you count it pure joy as you're going through that, as you've been made perfect, complete and lacking in nothing. Blessings and shalom.